Hello and welcome back to playerpredict.com. Um, today we're joined by, well firstly I'll rephrase it, the, the phrase the clash of the ash is one of the most well-known sporting terms and today I have the person who's, who wants to ruin all that. I'm only joking with you. You've probably heard the last while, Sean Toberty from absolutely wonderful new idea um, it revitalized I suppose the hurling industry but his product launch uh, bamboo hurl and and but also the very successful business at the back of that as well so I'm delighted to grab Sean he's a very busy busy man um, you've been left right and center I've seen your brand your your face has, has been everywhere so firstly thank you very much for joining us no problem Dan. no problem yeah delighted to be here and, and just uh, yeah happy to, to take you know these these uh, opportunities in their eyes you know well, firstly, before we mention the war of ash versus bamboo, etc., I'd like to probably yeah. get, let to know a bit more because, as I said, you have a very successful family business there as well. It's been was set mm -hmm. up by your father, eighty-one, I believe, wasn't it as well? So it's a long-standing industry. <clears throat> yeah. So my my granduncle started the tradition of hurling making in the family back in the nineteen forties, uh, and then my father would have seen him uh, when he was growing up, and he would have got advice from him on how to make hurleys uh, at that time when dad was growing up, and. Uh, I suppose that led dad into dad was always interested in hurdles when he was a younger man and uh, and then he let, you know led him to we were farmers here basically uh, majority of the time until about 1981 and, and you know see looking out at rainy days and uh, decided look I'm going to start something else as well and uh, started making hurdles as a business and uh, from then on we were we've been doing great took a big um, a big step forward when Clare the great team in the Clare in '95 made that breakthrough a lot of them players used our hurdles at the time. Um, and from then on again, so we just kept rolling over the years and we've always tried to, um, over that time, to make sure that the product matches the name that we put on our, on our hurleys um, because I think that's very important. It's all right to make a few hurleys, um, but how do you make consistently thousands of hurleys all of the time? And that's been a, a big driver for my father over the years and, and how, to, how to make a consistent product out of essentially what is a a varied material like ash, you know what I mean? And, and that's been, the, the, I suppose, a major challenge over the years. And, and we, you know, it's been great, don't get me wrong, we've, we've had a great journey through all the years and hopefully we'll continue to have a great journey. We're not stopping making ash hurlies, you, you know, that's not, the, that, that's not what the last two days have been about. We're just, uh, I suppose, at, uh, saying to people, look, there is something else there. Uh, if you want to try it and you like it, great. If you don't, great too. We, we can provide you with a, with a great ash hurley, you know? I have to confess, I'm from big ball land. I'm from North Galway, the traditional home of Galway football, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So the only hurls we would have seen if someone's trying to rob a place or something like that. So but I've, always, <laughs> I've always been fascinated by the, the the skill. I think you, I heard you describe your father as a, a master craftsman. It always fascinates me the level of degree, and then from speaking to you know players and uh, and coaches or whatnot, everybody has their own particular kind of niche or their own exact way they want it. It really is a fine art as well. That must be something you must be so proud as well from you, you talked about you know, passed down the family trees it, it's something you probably studied in detail as well i'd imagine yeah like i suppose that doesn't happen over overnight and my father my father's experience probably from making hurlies came from a long time of um you know of um mentioning the uh, or of making hurlies as a player uh, and then decide okay I'm actually good enough at this now I can go and do something for other people you know um, so probably there was 20 years of a lead into him even starting the business if you know if yeah, you understand yeah. me and, and over the years I'm, I'm at this business myself now God I'd say <laughs> you know 
12 and 13 years of age, I was over here. When I was 10, I remember sitting at the, at the, at the, at the table, Brian Lohan, David Fitzgerald, um, you know, PJ O'Connell at, at our kitchen tables the night before Munster Finals. If that doesn't give you a passion for this industry, nothing can. You know, at that time, Clare Hurling was just so all enthralling, and these were heroes sitting at my table, you know, um, and, and that really gave me the love for the industry. And uh, then, I, obviously, I would have seen the effort my father was. My, my father has, has gone to huge efforts to satisfy players across many years of all levels. It doesn't, you know, sure, we love looking after uh, John Conlon and, you know, Tony Kelly, these type of players, great, you know. But I, I suppose one thing my father always distinguished was he never made much of a, of a difference between any player, really, if he could. Um, and, uh, yeah, some players, he would advise them as to what hurley they should be using. They might know why he did that. or You know, he would just say, take that one. That's really good for you. And, you know, actually, I spoke to somebody there in the last few days, uh, another, uh, another journalist and a uh, former hurler, and uh, he, he played at quite a high level. And he, uh, he was saying, you know, he, he took a hurley from my father, and my father was like, that's, that, that'll get better now, that'll get better with your, with your game. And uh, he took that hurley away, didn't ever use it, gave it away to a guy, and he scored loads of points with it, and he was, happy, he was nearly willing wanting to buy it back from the other player after another four or five months. So just them little anecdotes, I don't think any other industry has, you know, and uh, I, I, we're not the only ones. There's many other great hurley makers around the country that have similar stories, and, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the nature of the industry you're in, and in one way, you know, it can be challenging getting getting ash, uh, good quality ash from the root of ash trees consistently, um, and meet, matching that to a player's taste can be very, very challenging. There's very few product industries, I believe, have that challenge, um, because an iPhone is an iPhone is an iPhone for everybody, um, and that's the that's the difference I think with, with with our industry. But it's it's brilliant because everything else you work on. Is uh, everything you work on is, is literally new all the time, you know. I sense um, straight away, even from your facial expressions, an enormous pride in the product. It's not just a sporting instrument, say, or you know, piece of sporting equipment. There's a lot of more, I suppose, gross soul and everything else that goes into it. It's it's fascinating to see that behind the scenes kind of. It's not just like mass production where you've you've set you know your saw to cut. 20 meters or whatever the distance is in a certain weight and bang, bang, bang. There's a lot more uh, personalization and, and, and love really gone into each one, isn't there? Yeah, look, I, I suppose um, we do make a lot of hurlies. There's no, there's no getting away from that. We are a business at the end of, of the day. But like, um, it's, it's what, gets you out, what gets me out of bed in the morning anyway is, look, there's a, a, a natural material like ash. How do I get 90% or 95% consistency across that material when every one of them is different. So many players will use our hurleys and okay, they like different weights themselves and whatever, but the, generally the finish of every one of our hurleys will be pretty close, bar the balance all of the time in terms of shape, in terms of handle size, uh, even down to the branding and, and, and the stamping and, and, and just the look of the hurley. Very important for a player. If a player isn't comfortable going across the white line with that hurley, uh, then that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a challenge for them. And also, we understand that, like, if you break one hurley, the next one in has to be the same. It's, it doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't, it goes without saying, it just has to be the same, especially now with inter-county players where the, you know, the, I suppose the exposure to media is brilliant for inter-county players, but comes pressure. And pressure is a big thing now for a lot of players in the last number of years. And we've always tried to work with players to take that pressure off of them 
so that they can just simply go out, do the, the skills that they were born to do. We're not good enough with a hurling myself. I play, I played good adult senior hurling myself, but never made an inter-county jersey. But we really feel like when I see Jamie Barron or when I see Sean Finn, I'm not a Limerick man, I'm not a Waterford man, but when I see them doing their magic on a, on a hurling field, I feel like, look, I've contributed some way to that, to, that, to that level of skill and to the enjoyment that everybody else gets. And that's, nothing will give you that sense of feeling. I, I don't think money can buy that, you know what I mean? And that's why I particularly love working at what I'm at, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, there, that's it. I repeat, I can, yeah. I can see, I can, I can see that from your facial expressions. I can see it's, it's not made up either. It's just uh, glowing off, glowing off you there. Um, your, your own studies then as well. I believe you went to the UK for for a while to to further your studies. That must have been an adventure. Was it was it fun explaining to some of the British people what a herd was and like I suppose not too akin to me in North Galway that it's not for, for robin shops or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I suppose it would have been an element of that. I would have been practicing puck outs myself, former goalkeeper, so I would have been practicing puck outs on the rugby fields, uh, trying to hit tractor tires at the other end of the field and trying to put it over the other rugby post bar and stuff like that. So it, uh, it, was, it was an interesting time. It wasn't a decision I did lightly. Uh, I was full-time in the business here, driving the business as much, I think, as I am now. Um, but I wanted to really understand the engineering aspects of what's going on behind hurries. We understood the craft. We, we definitely understand the craft. There's no problem with that. But I wanted to understand what... If a hurdle is breaking, why is it breaking? Uh, what are the impacts it has to take, to take? What are the forces that are involved, you know? Um, and can we do anything by informing ourselves to, uh, to help um, that experience from a player? Because we know if the player buys a hurdle, they enjoy it and they, and they enjoy it and they get some level of longevity out of it, they'll come back. Uh, and that's what we've, we've, we've always found, you know? Um, so I, I chose to go to Loughborough University and... Loughborough University has a Sports Technology Institute. It's, uh, it's renowned for sports product development over the last 20 years. Um, major brands like Adidas and Nike and, and Callaway Golf, and you name it, has been doing research in, uh, in Loughborough University. And I wanted to, one thing that drew, drew me there as well is I wanted to understand, I wanted to look at something else that wasn't early. Because, you know, when you're looking inward all of the time, um, it kind of can be... Uh, you, you can maybe not see the opportunities that are around you, you know, and I wanted to understand what is happening in other sports equipment that, you know, maybe we can look at in different areas for, for Hurleys and, you know, maybe even look at other products down the road, you don't know, but um, we take one step at a time in that regard, but, you know, I suppose it was a, a really enjoyable time. I, I, I never thought I would like study so much, but I, I, for them few years, I couldn't not keep my head out of a book, um, and uh, it led me then to get an opportunity to go and work with Adidas in their global headquarters in Germany um, and also with Puma in their, in their, so I was in the innovation team in Adidas and I was in the, um, the Puma motorsport team. Again, a very innovative section of Puma. They are leading the field in, in Formula One um, apparel and stuff like that. They must so, have, it must have been a fa fascinating experience and um, as you said, to learning outside your initial scope as well. I mean, it must have been it must have been either the, the learning that you must and the experience that you must have developed from being in those environments must have been must have been hugely satisfying as well. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, it was a great time, and uh, you know, um, I've seen an awful lot of how 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 products are developed and and, and the thought and the, and the iterations that go in, and you know, something that is, is is if it's going to be good, it has to be right in terms of numbers, it has to be right in terms of the data. Um, and that gave me great insight into, you know, I suppose I didn't realize then that it, 
it would be helping me now. Really, I, I truly, if I'm honest with you, I didn't. Um, because Ash Dieback disease wasn't really an issue even then to be, you know, it wasn't even being talked about. Um, and, you know, probably until these little factors come together that you realize, okay, there's something actually that you can, you can contribute now. And uh, that's, that's, the, that's what has been the most enjoyable thing. And obviously I've, I've linked in with some, some of my former colleagues as well to get their input along the way. I, I haven't just gone and done things blindly myself. We, we, you know, my father has had a massive input into the new Bamboo Hurley project. And my father actually came to me with the material. He's, you know, dad is, is 79 this year, so he's, you know, he, he's not a spring chicken, but he, he's very innovative in his mind, always trying new things. Um, patented a number of different designs of hurleys in the 90s. One of the first hurley makers to go abroad and source ash abroad. We went to the Netherlands in 99 where he couldn't speak an iota of Dutch <laughs> or, you know, so obstacles never never came in his way. Um, and he came to me with the material in 2013 and said, look, we might try and have a look at this. And, you know, it wasn't perfect at the time. We, we, we struck a few balls and we found that, okay, actually, we can do something with this. This sounds right and it feels right. We just need to look at this a little bit further now. Um, and that's where we started putting our, our thought processes into place in terms of iterations of design, looking at the stresses, looking at the forces, looking at the mechanics. And, um, you know, that's where it's led to. So I can't take all the credit either, you know what I mean, around it new early. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been a, what I feel is a little bit of a kind of a circular process since I went back University I can see that there's, a, there's yeah. a lot of kind of uh, stray roads being joined up together. There's a lot of different mm -hmm. particles that you wouldn't necessarily put together seem to be joining there between your studies, exposure, and then your father's genius. What was it initially the, the I suppose, the issues that you, you and Erla, other hurling matters have in, in, in source and ash that kind of led to the first going abroad? You spoke about going abroad and trying to speak and I can imagine no more than my but, father. But that's, a, that's a kind of a, that's kind of a difficult question because the answer to that would really be no. And, okay, and it's interesting. Been, and, and you know, look, Ash probably isn't a massive problem right now. I would see, um, I would see issues in terms of um, consistency maybe. Okay. Now at the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, but look, we, we just, we, we don't, we're not going to wait until the last, Ash tree is is in the is in the forest to, to to start looking at things either. I think that would be crazy. But um, I suppose the, the other thing about the project is we really wanted this project has been a long number of years in, in the process. One of the more I suppose sports innovative outside of hurling, this thing is very innovative in terms of sports, right? Because a lot of other sports products are made through you know I, what I would regard. as non-friendly materials for the environment um, and uh, that would have been an easy option for us to to look at and to go with that and say that's great now we can make a, a, a similar to a one for all golf club or whatever you want to think about um, but we kind of it's a combination of the player the, the tradition of hurling and uh, and the material that has brought this together because if the player of uh, in hurling isn't so particular then we might have to create a hurley that can be adjusted over time. So, like, if you buy a, a, a golf club, you're not you're not adjusting the golf club all lot um, when you buy it. So, you know, and that's the that's the other side of this uh, process. Is players are kind of leading this naturally, and, and that's the cool thing about it as well. And then, from a sustainability point of view, the fact that we're using a natural material 
uh, was very important to myself and my father. We love being in the forest. Like, I can't describe to you a cup of tea in the forest. I mean, you might as well be in the bog. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's the, it's the same level of satisfaction. And a lot of people know that. Um, but uh, we, 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 just, we wanted to create something that was very natural to, to the sport and very natural to the environment and to the tradition of hurling making because hurling making is going back huge. You know, we didn't, we're not the first hurling makers in the world, you know, and uh, the sport of hurling has had hurling makers for thousands of years, you know. So we didn't, even though we have to try and look at something new and maybe Ash Dieback contributed to that a little bit, okay. and that, you know, but we were okay for Ash at the time, you know what I mean? That's, that's, the, that's the long and the short of it. But we, we just wanted to maybe look at different things broaden our horizons. We've always tried to be innovative here if we, if we can at all and just not accept everything this, the way it always has been. We, we try and investigate, we try and question if we can um, and even like the last 10 years has seen a massive introduction of, our, of um, development around the Schlitter. Uh, Schlitter nowadays is, I think, is far superior than 10 or 15 years ago, you know, and but with that become, comes a few issues in terms of ash hurleys. Uh, so what we've found in the last, uh, we, we ran a study last year, 1,200 players took part in this survey that we had online last year. We, we called it the Great Big Hurley Survey. And basically they, they told us that 81% of their hurleys were breaking along the middle of the boss of the hurley. So from the grain up along the centre. Uh, generally hitting the ball, sometimes slashing, but generally hitting the ball. Um, and uh, so... This was one of the things with this new product is we, we feel like well, I've never seen it breaking, hitting the ball. So even in all of our repeatability tests that we've been doing in Loughborough University, where we've hooked the hurley up to a robot, it has, you know, hit, hit a slither a thousand times, at, you know, at high forces to understand what level does this break at. And we haven't yet actually broken it at the moment. So Remarkable from such a high percentage to, to not witnessing one at the moment. That's a big turnaround straight away, isn't it? Yeah, and now the hurley will break. We're not saying that. Um, it'll break in a handle. If you're an aggressive player and you're tackling in the wrong way, maybe, <laughs> if I want to put it politely. Or if you're um, robbing you a know. shop or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like you're going to, you're, you know, it's going to break in a handle. But we do, feel, we do see that, you know, it isn't very much either in terms of our, um, you know, it's just maybe different ways of tackling. Like if players hold the hurley, the guy's running at them, they hold the hurley up at them like that. And Ash Hurley's going to break in half, you know what I mean? That's, the, that's what's going to happen there a lot of the time, or at least it will eventually. Um, so this Hurley is the same, but what we do feel like is that you know, definitely hitting the ball and splitting along the boss is something that may not occur as often anyway, you know? Um, only time will tell, you know, we've done a savage amount of research and testing and player feedback. We've got inter-county feedback, you know, but like, and really and truly, you only know the success of something when the masses get it and, you know, Absolutely. it's been used in fields left, right and centre and players are, you know, different types of players, different mentalities. You know, my father would always have a, a, an expression around, you know, the greatest of players. They, they didn't break very many hurlies is what he always said, you know, and that was because he it's always said they were, they, were, they were playing with their, with their mind a, a, a more, more so than with maybe emotion, you know. Um, and, uh, like, we, we just see it develop and... and we, you know, we're delighted. The orders have been absolutely flying in. I, I wouldn't have said in my wildest dreams that we have been we would have been selling at what we've done in the last twenty four hours. But um, you know, it, it's it's just going to be over time. We'll see how people react, and we're going to work with players because we do feel like this is a good material. And look, if it's something that 
you know, we have to re review the pricing of it is a little bit higher than a normal ash hurley. It's almost double the price. But we will review that over time if we feel that, you know, maybe our expectations are too high or maybe and on the other case, if we're not seeing it, you know, at the end of the day, we are in business. If we're not seeing the return of players, we have to okay. look at that as well. And, um, you know, and these are all different things that we, we hope to take on board. And we've worked with players so far with this project so closely that we're not going to stop now. And, and that's, the, that's the idea behind it. And I suppose that's my philosophy. I've always worked with players, no matter who they are, getting their hurdy. You know, I might like a particular hurdy a player chooses. For me, true. Every week, each if, they're they're happy, if they're happy and that's what they want to use, and the grain is perfect in it, and it's made to a very, very high standard. Okay, that's that's okay by me, you know. Um, so they're just, uh, I suppose, there's just little nuggets of, of information, you know. It sounds like a, a fascinating uh, journey. It's even you've even educated me so much there in the last couple, even that last couple of answers there. It's even things that I wouldn't have thought of, you know, keeping value to the traditions of the game, using a product that's. You know, as you said, you you could have gone with other alternatives that mightn't necessarily been as good for the environment, or etc. Or fit the, the the values really of there. I suppose it is a skillful that you 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 passed on and is been passed down through your family there and various other families throughout throughout Ireland as well. Yeah, look, I I love the fact that I can go down and I can tailor this with hand tools if I want to for a player. Now, I wouldn't advise everybody to do it because it's taken me six years of work with this material. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I'm, I, we're happy for people to come back to us with a product if they want over time and they want to adjust it for them. You know, the, the psychology of hurling performance means that, you know, you might, you might think your, your hurling is lovely in spring, but sooner closer club championship is coming, you know, we're <laughs> getting all a little bit more pressurized. The training sessions are a little, getting a little bit harder and a little bit more intense. Um, you know, then you you know, oftentimes players come back to us anyway with Ash Hurley's. Sean, can you just take a slight bit off of that there, please? And um, we can do that with this Hurley, which is great because again, that settles the players so that they're comfortable to perform. The one other major benefit of this Hurley is consistency. So, if you break your Hurley three nights before an All Ireland semi final, I would say that's a that's an impact on the mind. Yeah. Um, you know, even your number two, it might be your number two, but you don't want to break in three nights before the, the All-Ireland semi-final. You'll probably be using that instead of using your favourite one in case you might break your favourite one. <laughs> um, so well, what, what, we, what we find very good about this is, you know, if a player wants, we've invested in high technology here to manufacture the product. So if a player wants the same thing, uh, you know, in a, no, give us a few months yet now, but, you know, in a, in a, in a rapid turnaround time, then we can provide that, and that hurley will have the same materials so, and construction. So the feel and touch of that hurley will be the same as the one you've broken. And so there's lots of different benefits. Global hurling, hurling in Australia is totally different to hurling in, in, uh, in Ireland. So, you know, hot weather, maybe ash doesn't like an awful lot of heat. Um, so we would see players you know, breaking a lot of ash hurries in, in these in other continents where the heat is a massive thing in America. The game is going global. We want to bring a product that's going to take it global and consistently help players perform so that we're not... Um, everybody's getting the same chance to let their skill take over. So if you want a hurry as good as potentially an elite player who's using that hurry, you can get it. Um, and then it depends on your own skill whether 
you can do what they do or not. You, know? you can so, take the horse to water, but you can't make a drink and, and, and all that. <laughs> yeah. I have to yeah. say, ju- just in, in my own preparation of, you know, I've been fascinated by your story the last couple of days and just from putting the feelers out with some inter-county players that I would know. And straight away, I suppose there's a, there's a small bit of some people are, as we know, sports people are very superstitious at the best of times. I think hurlers with their hurls are even take that on another notch or two and particularly in some people and straight away oh I don't know will it be the same feel as the ash how will it react there seems to be a bit of I suppose not resistance but there's like they've been grown through particularly players that towards the end of their careers where they've been used to the same thing all their life is that going to be something you're going to have to adjust I know you still have your old you still have the ashes yeah. and you're not going away from that how, how are you going to manage that I suppose that's going to be a, a business challenge for you guys is it do you focus on the younger generation coming through or do you I know you've had people using it in the well, national league that's, that's a juggling act is it well would you believe in our in my testing with okay. the county players i actually started with the most traditionalist players i felt that i had in, on my books first fascinating and um, so that one of them particular players would be would be john conlon john conlon is loves his ash hurleys he absolutely adores his ash hurleys he has a shed full of ash hurleys that i'm sure he would not give away for anybody and <laughs> um, and, and, and John has been also growing up knowing the character uh, you know, 13 years of age, John was very, uh, how would I say, intent in, in how he looked at things and, and you know, just per- perfection, I suppose. And that's that root of perfection or, or, or looking for it, you know, um, and making sure everything was right. He had to be prepared. And so I went to John last November with him um, and we went for a training session and Immediately, I could see that he was at least willing to use it, and he was impressed with what we, we had come to him with. Um, and he went away, and, and unfortunately, now he did, he did a bit of an injury a, a few months ago, so you know, he mightn't be able to take part in the club championship coming up. But you know, by the time the league finished, that was his second favourite hurley. He was bringing that to games, right? So if he's bringing that to games, he's, he doesn't know what the hurley carrier is going to bring, bring into him as soon as he breaks his ash. Early, so that's even for me is a leap of faith from players because you know it's only natural that many players would want to use ash. They've been using it since they were six years of age. Sure. You you know you can't you can't expect to change everybody overnight, and I wouldn't want to change everybody overnight because I wouldn't be able to keep up with demand. But it, it's just to I suppose to ask people look give it a go. There is some performance benefits that we feel, and you know John at some point would break his favourite hurry. So that's, this has to come into action at some point. Then you have the likes of Angus Clark has been using this hurley all through the National League centre-back for Westmead. Um, since November, he's been using that hurley. Shane Amori, I gave him one in January. He was, uh, he was using it the following weekend as his favourite hurley against Wexford. So, you straight know... Away, straight away, you have positive signs you know, there. I suppose, look, players will trust us as well. They're, they're, they know that... I suppose I, li- I like to think I, I look at performance just naturally. I don't know why I do that, but that's just what, what the way my makeup is. And they know that if, if I'm asking them to try something, that I'm not asking them just because I want to sell uh, a product or you know, just we're just doing this thing to make it look like a hurley, but you know, okay, we'll go back to, to you know, what we always did. Um, you know, it just, it's something that we just have put a lot of effort in. And look, we're always going to get resistance. There could be people there that, we're not saying ash is brilliant. You know, we, we, we really want to keep the traditions of the sport, but you know, we also think that it's no harm to look at the future. And I'll be quite honest, I'm, I'm fairly impressed with the GA community in the last 24 hours because I thought there would be a lot more uh, kickback. 
um, as well, you know, from <laughs> that point of view. I think the GA supporters and the GA um, in, in general with the introduction of Hawkeye, with the introduction of new technologies within the sport means that now players and people are far more accepting of looking at alternatives and you know, evaluating them, are they good for me or are they not? And that's simply what we're asking players to do. And if players do want a great hash early, we're here to do that. And we'll do the same thing we've been doing for the last 30 odd years um, in that regard. You know, but if players want something different and they feel like they're getting a little bit more out of their early, then that's, uh, that's what we, we've tried to do with the, with the trophy bamboo as well. Well, absolutely. And, and without, you know, you, you're at an advantage as well that it's not, you're not somebody new into the sector straight away. You have the traditions of the, the business build up and the the name and the respect and you know you've talked about so many you know big players being around your kitchen table before Munster finals and and all of that as well so you are you I can tell from even talking about you that the pride and the level of detail that you've put into this it's obviously been a, a long journey but six years now is it since you first yeah, kind so of started like we would this? Yeah, started really looking at it uh, late 2013 after Tear Tear winning the All Ireland actually or yeah, maybe early 2014 and um, you know it's uh, yeah it is a long it has been a long road we, we haven't taken this step lightly though you know it's, as I say if it wouldn't if it's not right for playing Ireland we are we're not going to be selling it you know what I mean that is the, the bottom line um, and you know we would we would happily keep this back from the public uh, for another you know however length I could, probably could have gone to market and gone out to the customers with this maybe two to three years ago but we really wanted to, to look at the data that the testing was giving us, get feedback from players. So I sent 12 of these hurries out in 2018 to players at various levels in different continents, uh, and also obviously in Ireland. Um, and they, we asked them to partake in, a, in surveys once they did that. Um, 179 games and training sessions, only one hurry had broken. So, you know, we're very, we're, we're very happy with that return. And, you know, we want to make the best product in, in, you know, going and look, this isn't going to probably be the end of some of the innovations that we want to do within hurling as well. You know, um, we want to try and, you know, make players can trust us to, to perform this, the fine margins a little bit more um, if, they, if they can. And uh, we want to help them to do that. If, you know, even at, even at junior B level and, you know, that's all very important for players now that, you know, it's, it's something that fits into people's culture now that, they want to do themselves justice all of the time and, you know, happy to look at these things, you know what I mean? So that's the, I think that's a good part of it, you know? I think the best pun I saw, I think it was Richie McCormick from Off the Ball had it on Twitter yesterday. The grain margins, I think, was, was uh, probably one of the best, <laughs> best puns I saw. So you've, you've yeah. had such a long process from, you know, and I can tell the amount of testing and the amount blood, sweat and tears and everything else in between has gone into this and I can see your pride in it. Were you apprehensive then when the launch kind of happened and how are, how are things been since for you guys? Yeah, well, look, it's been crazy the last 24 hours. Our online store is absolutely, you know, it's about to explode, I think, at the moment. And <laughs> Twitter has been nuts. Um, and, you know, just in general, just a call for, for information. And we knew that, you know, hurling is, there is nothing more culturally significant, in my opinion, to Ireland than hurling. And if you're going to come out and do something, <laughs> as, uh, you know, if you're going to come out and do something as, uh, as different as what we've done, I don't think it's too different. Well, it is different, and um, you're going to get uh, attention. And uh, you know, we're we're happy to, to get that attention. And and, and in, in the main, it's all been positive. And as I say, we're we're only here to to try and showcase it. People want to buy it. 
great. If they want to look at it and try it out here, we have a we have a test or we have a trialing zone here going to be set up here, so players can come. They can try the product before they buy it, for instance, because that, that is quite important for for hurlers. You know, they they don't want to they know how ash feels. You know, we don't need to explain that. You know, and um, so we have that system in place here now. Obviously, it's raining yesterday and today quite a lot, so that's not quite easy to do that right now. But hopefully, there's good weather on the on the way in the next month or two as well. And you know, we 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 welcome everybody here and we. We we're doing everything by an appointment-based system at our at our factory brand store here, um, just at the moment, just due to COVID nineteen and minding the staff and everything, um, but in general, the, the the one major and like there's so many advantages to this product. I sometimes I forget myself, but for instance, you know, if you're buying online, there would be a level of apprehension. Uh, for players about buying hurlies online. Now we've changed that a good bit in the last few years, and we've put an awful lot of effort into ensuring our ash hurlies are very consistent going out online. Many, I actually can think of one intercounty player who played in an All Ireland final, and he never visited this factory or this, or never spoke to me before he played, and he played with one of our hurlies that he would have been buying online. You know, so we've really that's a huge endorsement of of our, I suppose, I suppose our consistency, and the the great thing with this. Bamboo hurley is that we're bringing that consistency even higher. So you know everybody gets the same. That's the that's the bottom line. Uh, but you can get the weights, you know, and balances to your taste. And that's Absolutely. that's the, that's the cool thing, you know. And if people are interested, like the bamboo is it, firstly it's a it's a it's a brilliant name. I, I love the little bit of twang that you've put on it there as well. But people out there that are listening and watching and they are, they are interested, <laughs> what's the, what's the best next steps for for, for them? So it's available on pre-order at the moment. We have quite a few orders in right now. So I would say, you know, the earlier you get in, the, the more your chance you have of getting it, you know, earlier. Um, but it is a two-week, there is a two-week manufacturing waiting period just to give us the, the time to ensure every, every aspect of the hurry is right um, before we send it out to you. Um, and you can get them on tobyhurleys.com forward slash shop. Um, and you'll see the bamboo section there. There's also um, and, you know, quite a lot of information on Trophy Bamboo on our website. Um, there's a dedicated web uh, page there, trophyhurlies.com forward slash bamboo. Um, and you'll see some videos, informative videos, and we have one or two more yet to come. We've had, we've had a lot of content created to, again, to, to just um, showcase what we've been doing and, and just to let people know this isn't done on a, on a, on a women of prayer, you know, um, and uh, that's, the, that's the idea. Absolutely, we'll share all the links out as well, um, because I know it'll be a good bit of interest when people people see this. Mm. I'll let you go on there, Sean. Your your phones understandably sound like they're absolutely hopping <laughs> in, in the background there. So I better let you go before you get killed. Someone might I go back to the start. My tongue and cheek joke, or someone using a robbie, they might use it over your head if you don't get back to work. That's the orders are coming yeah. in. But so first, there's only two, two weeks away here and there, so you know it is busy days, irrespective of all of this. So it's great. Lockdown. It's great to be back at it. It's, it's brilliant to be back hurling to see people happy and, and, and see them, you know, really enjoying the experience of hurling again. Brilliant, brilliant. Can't get, can't get over that. Brilliant, John. Firstly, I have to say, even you've educated me so much. It's been fascinating uh, listening to you the, the last half an hour. So I, I've learned so much. And I, I repeat, I can see so much of the, the grow and, and everything else and the pride that you have in, the, have in all your products. We wish you the very best of luck. We'll share the links here okay. as well. People get in touch. Hopefully we're talking yeah. about it. It's going to be a strange feel having the All-Ireland at the back end, but it could be even better. The winning goal might be scored by a bamboo. That's the commentary lines will go global all around the world. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows? Look, 
Oh, we just see, we just we just see how it goes. Again, we're we're just gonna we're gonna naturally get this thing out there. If players want to use it, they want to use it. If they don't, they don't. We're just here to help. All right. My pleasure, Sean. Thank you so much, and very best of luck. Thank you very much, Jonathan. All right. Thank see you. you. Bye bye.